On this week's episode, CFHLA and STR combine forces to bring reporting changes from Disney. Orlando City is back with concession changes and Selena as a season ticket holder. Taste Orlando returns from its pandemic pause. And some may say it's unbelievably real, but we have Kristen Westover of Visit Orlando. I'm Kristen Westover and you are listening to Swag and Repeat. You are now listening to Swag and Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry. Hey guys, it's Swag and Repeat. We're coming to you taped from the fishbowl at the worldwide headquarters of Expo Digital. I feel like we were just here. We were just here. How's it feel? Very good. But you have a semi truck in the back. We do. <laughs> is it still here? Uh, probably, yeah. That's where we're taking our picture after this show. Oh my gosh, we're going we on an that? adventure. Yeah, we'll go to the warehouse. Can we make that happen? Yeah, hopefully there's somebody back there that can take it for so us. So is that where they load up all the internet and bring it to places? They, yep. Yes, yep. so the, all the internet that you can physically pick up and put into a truck, that is what we... No, so that, well, obviously the equipment to build the temporary infrastructures, yeah. So we do that, and then I'll, we're also... So other than what I do, we also have the digital signage side of things. So all the hotel properties that we have in Orlando... Uh, you know, a very large amount of them work with us and we work with them for their lobby signs and their meeting room signs and, and pull all that information for their conferences and events. So that might be new displays for them or, uh, you know, the back of the house equipment, things like that. But so if it's digital and it's a sign and it's in Orlando, it's, it's probably yeah, digital. Yeah, yeah. Unless it's not working and then it's not ours. <laughs> if it's not working, it's not theirs. It's their competition. Blah, 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 digital. <laughs> Non-expo digital. Non-expo. That's Joe Expo. Yes, that's Joe me. Expo. Trade Show Joe, they call me. Trade Show Joe. This is episode 158. I can't believe it. We made it to 158. It's weird. We're getting into the 160s. It's really that's our weird. Goal. Yeah. We got this. We can do it. All right. If this is your first time listening, to give you an idea of what to expect. We recap the networking events that cover Orlando's meetings and events industry. We have the Fairy Job Mother to help highlight the available jobs. We chat about the breaking news, topics, and gossip in the meeting industry and guests. And we have so many guests. So many guests. Like over 100. Probably over easily. 125 I, or yeah, so. Yeah, easily. But we've got our first guest from Visit Orlando. I'm really excited about this. It's it's, it's taken 158 episodes to get somebody <laughs> from Visit Orlando to actually come here. Well, when the you're the number one destination, then that kind of happens. They're a little you busy. Know? They're a little busy. We actually booked this four years ago, so we're really excited <laughs> <laughs> to be here today. The day has finally come. Uh, but we have Kristen Westover, the director of Community Relations and External Affairs. So super official. Good morning. Good yeah. morning. And thank you so much for having me. I'm glad I could make it after four years. <laughs> That's like the best welcome ever. Normally people are like, hi. I am. <laughs> Hello, I am here. She's never been done preparing this before. for a very long time. She talks for a living. So yes. she knows what she's doing. <laughs> All right. Plus we highlight the events that are going on this week and the rest of the month. If you don't know, you can find our old shows, leave five-star reviews, and share our podcast by subscribing to us on... SoundCloud, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora, and Amazon. That's it. It will never be on anything else. I mean, you never know what's going to – it could be on Clubhouse again if it comes back around. Clubhouse. Or Vine. No, they had their moment. That was it. All right. But most importantly, you can keep up with us and interact with our hosts and listeners on our Facebook page. Hashtag swag and repeat. Follow us on Instagram for searching for – Swag and repeat. And we're also on LinkedIn every once in a while. We are. When Joe wants to post something. Well, and a lot of our <laughs> listeners like to – or a lot of our guest hosts like to tag our LinkedIn as well because it's great for their, you know – Professional you know, profile. I did three posts this week on LinkedIn. Yeah, I saw all three you were of them. super saturated, brother. <laughs> I was, I was all. In. Oh my gosh, I went I, all in this week. Were they all posted like with 
in one time. No, I it think was it was like, over two days, yeah. okay. maybe three. Well, yeah. I could just tell that David had to come to Jesus with himself saying, I need to be more active on LinkedIn this week because he posted three times. I really did. Yeah. And it's I knew good. Exactly I got a lot of, I guess, interact. what do you call them? Interactions? Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. People were happy to see you on there. Impressions. Yeah. Impressions. That yeah. was the word I was looking for. So I'll keep doing it. Good. Seems to be working. We'll see how consistent you can be. <laughs> All right. I'm one of your three hosts, Dave Bucklew, Bucklew Hospitality. Enjoying me in front of me, smiling. She's not happy. on her phone. Not on her phone today. She's already done her phone thing. She has two phones, but neither are even. We had open a longer intro, at. so she had more time to go through her she's phones. Checked up on her, or she's caught up on her email, right? Mm-hmm. No, not at all. Not at all. Zero That's inbox. Selena Mullinex of Court Events. Hello. How Good morning. You? Great. I got to experience some court furniture yesterday. How was it? What kind of furniture? Okay, I have no idea what it's called, but <laughs> was it's it like a the chair? low couches. Oh, couch. Okay. The low couches, like a lounge type style thing. She okay. had five of them set up for the VIPs that won the uh, hospitality. They didn't win it. Was that was like honored. a humble brag that you were a VIP for hospitality? No, I wasn't a VIP. <laughs> okay. I was not. Got in to- fact, <laughs> I didn't even get to sit in the chairs. I just got to experience them. As the VIPs got to sit in the chairs. Understood. We got to sit in the high high table, high boy tables. and Were the chairs yours too? Or the, barstools, yeah. Barstools, that's the word. Cocktail tables and barstools, yeah. Yes, that's right. <laughs> we got to sit in those and they were very nice. So, Yeah, wonderful. it's Great fun job. when like, I'm out here. I network all the time, but people don't actually see my furniture right. unless you go to these events. And so, yeah. For well, and it's impossible for you to be at all of those events to say, this is my furniture. Right. So unless yeah. there's a sign that says, this is court, you never really know. You don't know unless you flip it over and you see the barcode. Yeah, unless that's you sit in it and it feels know. great and then it's court. If it know. doesn't, it's not court furniture. <laughs> you got to get some for like when you do these demos and stuff that say like court on it. So we know. Maybe just court like four chairs, C-O-R-T, just, you know. Yeah, what, let's do it. Yeah, you could have had a like C on, on one of the couches, mm-hmm. an O, an R, a T, and then like an exclamation, exclamation. point. Yeah. yeah, you really got to emphasize how excited, how excited you are to be <laughs> there. Noted for next year. Whoever's the new, the planning, here's the theme. The signature yes. line. Yes, branding day. All right, we also have Joe Fostock. It's me. What's up? Good morning. How's it going? You know what? It's going pretty well. It's Friday. Can we get an update? Uh, third trimester. You're in the third. I think so. Is that is that real? Like it there's is three third. trimesters. Okay. I got yeah. an email from like one of the apps that I'm on. There are. Thank you, David. <laughs> um, I got an email from one of the apps that I'm on. It's like congratulations, you're in your third trimester. And I thought that was so funny because like I don't keep up with this kind of stuff. Like the most that you ask me about it, like I also have to do my research before I answer those questions because. I don't ever look anything up. I'm like, we're still trucking. <laughs> There's still a baby. There's still a baby. It's still kicking, and uh, we're not there yet. So. Well, you're going to have to put the research in because I'm going to ask you this question every week. Oh, my goodness. Until May. Aww. This week, it's a cauliflower. Cauliflower? Yeah, like a head of cauliflower. Like, that's the size profile. I did prepare for that perk you asked last time, and it was like three different vegetables. Gotcha, gotcha. What's something fun that you've put on your baby registry? <sighs> and I stumped you. Something fun? Yeah. I, do you, are you supposed to put fun things on it, your registry? It was a lot of like practical. Yeah. yeah practical like, is boring. I think there were two. Re- there was like one registry made and then I messaged her. I'm like, girl, you need like a stroll. Like you need things. And she's like, you're like, not looking I'm at like, the real. I'm like, you're Target, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Like you're not looking at the full registry. So I, one thing I learned in this whole process is that if you put everything on one registry, it's a lot easier for everyone to shop where they like to shop. So Baby List has this one where you can combine all of your registries into one. So initially, uh, Selena was at Target. Shocker. I Googled. I Googled. And she found my what registry. What do you Google, Joe? Foster, I Google people. Okay, registry. when I know they're getting married or they're having a baby, I Google their names, like the two partners, and registry. maybe like a city and yeah, registry. And then I find stuff and then I send them something unexpected. Like they're not expecting it. They didn't invite me to anything. 
That's just my. I, to clarify, I, she will be invited. Yeah, to no, no. I'm yet. just saying that's what I do. I, I no, stalk people. Yeah, she is hurt. <laughs> no, it happens to like a lot of people. Yeah, everywhere. But right. they have. There's a lot of practical things on there. I would yeah. say. All right, so put some fun things on there that aren't too crazy expensive. And send them to, to you. see if people are really looking and listening. And we'll we'll have come some kind of swag lunch right before maybe in okay. April. Right before Aww. you're too big to go anywhere. And <laughs> that's the piece you David. That's, yeah, right, right before that. Yes. And Keeping then, me humble. Thank and you then, so like, much. People like me and like Kenny Zale and stuff, we can buy you these things. The fun yeah. things. The fun things. Because we're not going to want to buy any A lot of people stuff. like to do books that way. Like they like build the baby's nursery or the library for the nursery um, with books that meant something to them when they were a kid. I think that's really fun and impactful for people. And you learn a lot about other people that so way. So it's going to be a boy. Yes. So I'm thinking maybe a scotch that'll be good in 21 years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Why not though? No, I think that's I mean, fantastic. You don't need a stroller. How many strollers do you need? I mean, a bottle right. of scotch. A, yeah. Okay. 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 Right. She didn't say no. I didn't. No, I'm into it. It's fine. Right. So our, our our guest, our fourth, I guess, host or guest or whatever is Kristen Westover, Director of Community Relations and External Affairs for Visit Orlando. 30 seconds or less. What is Visit Orlando? Visit Orlando is the official tourism association for the destination, which, as Joe mentioned, the most visited destination in the U.S. We represent the entire tourism industry, so we have about 1,300 members that are a part of Visit Orlando, and we really advocate on behalf of the tourism industry and all of the fabulous things it brings to our destination. God, that was good. Yeah, like, that was doing, really yeah. good. The Olivia Pope of Central Florida right so here. Two things, I, two things I learned from that. 1,300 members. I think we're all all of us are members. Which is incredible considering yes. where we were. I'm not even going to say like because of the pandemic, but like prior to, to maybe the new membership team coming together, this has grown exponentially. Exponentially. Yeah. We, had, uh, we were around 900 members mm-hmm. and now we're over 1,300. And the fun fact that not a lot of people think about is that, of course, you think Disney, Universal, SeaWorld are, are big partners, are part of Visit Orlando, and we work with them often. But the majority of our membership is small businesses. So it's anyone that wants to work with the tourism industry or works or is connected with it directly and directly. So a lot of small businesses are a part of Visit Orlando. I like to the the project that they put in to focus a little bit more on the districts as well. So really expanding off of iDrive because iDrive is a part of Orlando, but it is not all of Orlando. So Ivanhoe and, and, you know, Winter Garden, all those different areas. I think it's really great to start seeing those uh, folks out at events and, and being more involved as well. Yes, we love our neighborhood districts, and that was a big initiative last year when we really started forging those relationships and really communicating and promoting them, all of the different districts. The other thing I noticed from your elevator pitch was we're the most visited destination in the U.S., not the world. And Sarah, who is the membership, what is she like, the VP of membership? Sarah? Welsh. Welsh, Mm -hmm. yes. She told us that actually Beijing, I guess, is the most visited in the world. And we're like nowhere near close to it, but we're still the best in the U.S. We're the best in the U.S. And we would rival them and say we're the best in the world too, but we just can't. We're a better destination, (laughs) but they may get some more people than us and that's fine. All right. So we always start our show with a question of the week. And we started talking about this before the show about fake IDs. Oh, God. The things we talk about before we hit record. (laughs) It's like, why did you even talk about this? I was waiting to see what would come up from that conversation. So fake IDs. Apparently, they're very easy to get in Georgia and not Florida. Okay. That's one thing, but... If you had a fake ID, what would your fake ID name be? Um, and we'll start with 
I mean, I had sure. one. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I had one when I was in college. Uh, it was a girl that I had worked with at Ted's Montana Grill at the St. John's Town Center. I can I mean, you can go back into history and find out exactly who this is. Um, but her and her sister both worked there, and I looked more like one than the other. And they were three years older than me, so it worked out really well. Um, so I had that one, and then I also had one from my roommate at the time who worked in the student office at UNF and was able to do the IDs there. So I not only had her ID, but I had a student ID to match with my picture and her name and then one of her old debit cards. So that one was really Whoa, Okay, official. you were really ready then. I, was, I could get into Ocean Club in Jacksonville Beach, no problem. <laughs> um, there was, yeah. But I did say that I was like 5'8", uh, which was a little oh, bit of an issue. But yeah. knowing me, I talked myself out of that. And I said, you know what? The DMV has really got to get it together. I told them 5'0". They put in 5'8". The numbers are right there beside <laughs> each other. On the, Did the, you just open with this? Wow. Or if someone asked? I didn't know. If somebody asked. Okay, I didn't I'm say, like... oh, and just to clarify. Like, <laughs> That's no. impressive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so there was a lot that went into it. But Nowadays, I wish I had to use a fake ID. Yeah, man, those days have sailed. <laughs> no one cards me anymore. I know. I know. I still get carded every once in a while at Publix, and I'm like, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm I told, 41 years did old. Did I tell you the story uh, about my beer can chicken? No, tell us. What? we got so, some time. Great. Thank you. Um, I went in with just my phone because I have Apple Pay on my phone, and I don't like to bring in everything. I'm just running in for things to make a beer can chicken. Now you need a chicken and you need a beer. I have a single can of beer that i'm trying to buy and like do you have your id i was like hi sheila i'm here five times a week and i come through your line four of them minimum she's like yeah i know you usually get chardonnay but today you have a beer and i'm like there's no difference sheila (laughs) still me um and i need i need to purchase she's like i had to call my husband who was out in the car he like dropped me off and i had he had to come in and bring in his id because i didn't have an id with me for a beer can i wasn't even gonna consume it it was to cook with (laughs) thank you Publix, for telling me that i look under 30 that well, one time. Take it as a compliment, right? The one time. But whenever I'm ready, like I have it, I'm like, here it is. Everybody, gonna, everybody want to no. see? Yeah. And then so they're here. like, no, you're good. Trust me. I'm like, all right, cool. You put that away, old lady. Thanks. Exactly. <laughs> so, how do you feel about a fake ID? So many things right here. Last time I got ID'd was in Reno. And I'm currently not drinking. So I was at the bar ordering a Diet Coke. And he said, can I see your ID? And I said, it's a Diet Coke. And he said, it's a bar. <laughs> I was like, touche, sir. It's a Diet Coke. Well played. Like, okay, you win. Um, cool. So I had a fake ID when I was like 14, but I didn't know it was illegal. Like I, I thought they were just making me a fake ID because I needed one. And I know I needed one to get into the club. And I was just going to dance. But I didn't know it was illegal. If somebody had said, hey, this is illegal, I would not have done it. But I, no one told – I didn't know. I love I mean, Selena's, 14 is yeah. aggressive. I, <laughs> I looked old enough. Like it was, I was definitely it was my name. 20. I was right on the cusp. Not this one. It was my – like if it was uh, someone else's name, maybe that would have been a clue. Like, hey, Selena, you probably shouldn't do your identify. I don't know. I it love how book smart Selena is. And, and not how, street smart at all. Like she's so naive to anything that's like, no. oh, is that illegal? I, I No one told – I don't no, know. We I'm just, just here to dance. did it. Like can you literally. I'm here to dance. Yep. I just wanted to dance. <laughs> okay. Chris, are you allowed I to answer this question? I don't even know. <laughs> I may or may not have what had would a fake ID <laughs> when I was in college. <laughs> and it may or may not have been my sister's. Fair. 
So we look a lot enough alike, and I, I definitely did get into it. And you knew it. her birthday. So I did helps. know her birthday, and then there was a confrontation at one place. They were questioning it, and I was like, would you like me to call my parents? And I gave them my parents' names and started dialing the phone. That was my bluff that oh, I called, that's good. which deep down after I got in, I was like, oh, Please my gosh, thank goodness they did not do anything if about that or call, call my parents. Them. I would have so, been in trouble. So you were dialing it, and then they said, okay, that's fine. Yeah, the- they let me in, but I thank goodness because my parents would have murdered me <laughs> oh man that would not have been good and then my poor sister which how that close was, were, you? Like, were you we're two years apart so yeah she was she's two years older than okay. me and we we don't see eye to eye on everything we aren't the closest but she was she, she was, was very nice to give me um <laughs> or may or may not have given me that id that i may or may not have had in college gotcha, gotcha. Dude, okay. what about you so i got a, a fake id that like almost the day i turned 16 Oh, and you're on I Selena's was, page. Yeah, okay. I was. Well, well, you were like counting down. We were buying beer and stuff. So, oh, and you no. bought it to you bought it for the real reason, not to go dance. Oh, you know, I didn't. I don't dance. Yeah, okay. so I went to buy a beer, and I needed to buy beer. And back then, in the '90s in South Florida, you can get away with anything. Yeah, I remember. So yeah. I was Jose Alvarez. Yes, you were from Santa Fe, New Mexico. Okay, I was born June or July first, nineteen seventy-six. Oh, this is a McLovin situation. Is yes. what this is. but the idea was so bad. But back then, like, not every state had these plastic IDs, like, or the, you know, the ones they have now. Yeah. You the could holograms take it, and everything. You could take it into the gas station. You'd get away with it. No oh, problem. Wow. So it worked. It worked until I lost it. Yeah. Yeah. We've come so far. We have. All right. Now that we've gotten all the formalities out of the way, let's talk about it. So events last week, we all went to, or two of us went to the coffee talk for MPI. Yeah. That was a good time. Let's talk about that, Joe. Sure thing. So uh, last Wednesday, we went to the Hyatt Place Orlando Lake Buena Vista and had a coffee talk, which focused on um, Toastmasters, which I thought was a really cool idea. And uh, there was a lot of energy in the room, to say the least. There were about 20 people. Coffee talks are predominantly um, – they're, they're a smaller group. We do have more intimate seating. It's not going to be your 60-person luncheon that we do. So about 20 people showed up to that one, and we got a chance to have uh, some interactive exercises and uh, get up and talk about our favorite things. And David, you got to talk about your favorite dessert. Yes. The and you painted a picture for us. brownie walnut sundae with vanilla ice cream mm-hmm. paired with a nice peanut butter and jelly shot. So what I like about how David presented was his <laughs> assignment was to talk about his favorite dessert. And if we any of us know David Buckaloo, it had to be paired with a cocktail. <laughs> it has to. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and right now he's really focused on the peanut butter and jelly shots, the screw, the peanut butter screwball uh, whiskey. That's my February drink. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, by the time he got done speaking, everyone's like, should we go now? Like, is now the time that we get out of here? <laughs> is it and, too early? I know it's yeah, only nine. let's but. go. Um, but what did you think of the presentation? You know, I thought it was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. I, I felt like there was 30 people there, but maybe there wasn't. You're 25. really bad at this. But we all – or not all of us, but a few of us got to speak and just talk in front of people and normally I'm kind of nervous about that, and especially when you don't know what you're going to talk about because sure. we had to pick the topics like Jeopardy style and just talk about yeah. stuff. So I was a little nervous about it, but I think I did all right. I mean, you did very well. I had the least amount of ums. You did. So I'll go with that. I feel bad for David who has to edit our episodes. Uh, now that see there it goes. Now that I know that, and I also stood up, but I my strength is really just going off the cuff. And so when they gave me an assignment to speak on, I was like, no, thank you. I'm not really interested in this. Uh, I'm more of a let's just give feedback and have a conversation. So that was what was a little bit different for me. So being in community relations and external affairs, you must talk a lot. 
Do you have any kind of training? That, did you do a Toastmasters or anything like that? Well, I actually am a graduate of UCF, so go Knights. Uh, Charge John. on. Charge on. Yeah. My, my degree was in communication. So my background is public relations, which is a lot of public speaking, sound bites, those types of, that type of training. Um, so definitely, I know there's a lot of different groups like Toastmasters and everything that can really help with public speaking. Um, but yeah, it's that training and going back to the fundamentals of my degree in public relations. Yeah, you don't look nervous at all. <laughs> she could have stood up and talked about her favorite buffet item. I mean, it could have been whatever. I think that's sometimes more fun to just talk about something random that has well, nothing and, to do with anything. See, so. and I feel like if I would have gotten a question that was about food or beverage, I could have gone on for 10 minutes. We would have had to cut you off. Right. I'd be like, well, then you can pair it with a nice Pinot Noir. And then that would have gone into a whole rabbit hole that didn't need to happen. So yeah. I think it's the topic that you get. Yeah, but MPI is killing it. They're doing some great events. Yeah, I mean. Their education team is just on on top of it. Big fan. Yeah, I mean, we're a big fan of them, yeah. actually. So you also went to CFHLA, yeah, Central so Florida Hotel Lodging I Association. I wanted to wake up early every day this week. That was, I guess, my goal that I Did gave. you make that goal? I did. Um, so four out of the five days I had events starting at eight or earlier. Um, so thanks for that. Uh, yeah, so CFHLA was going to be – it was at the Wyndham Orlando Resort International Drive. Uh, great property. They had a really great turnout for everything. This was the one that they do with STR. So you guys remember Daryl Cronk, yeah. who used to be with his Orlando. Um, He's now with them? STR, yeah. So you got to see Daryl So Daryl yeah. was the speaker? He wasn't the speaker, oh. but oh. he was there. Oh, okay. So um, his colleague was the speaker who'd been with STR for at least a decade. Uh, but Daryl was there, and I, it was so good to see him. Um, but yeah, the speaker spoke on, obviously, the trends. That's what they do. They, they get the information from all the hotels. And there's some evolution in what they've been doing, and one thing that was really interesting is that it's no surprise Disney doesn't play, right? They don't play with the rest of the, the teams and um, they don't really give information to be able to benefit the whole. So a lot of times when we look at statistics as to who's coming to visit and occupancies and things like that, it's not going to include those Disney area resorts and properties because we can't get that information. Wait, However, can you pause for a second? Yeah. So like the 75 million people we have might not include Disney? No, that, that definitely that does. does. Okay. But, so what STR does is they, uh, they, work with the hotel properties to get real reporting from them so that they can do occupancy rates, ADR, Correct. Rev and, Par, and Disney just doesn't give that And they don't have that information, right? Correct. So okay. they actually just um, hired somebody on their team in the last year that went from having four trackable ways of getting information to over 70 ways. And in that, they're having more accurate reports about Disney and how – they're actually performing very similar to how the Vegas Strip does. So uh, Disney's in that same kind of realm as those really big casino hitters that are in Vegas that really don't need anybody else to play. They're doing just fine. But the community needs them to play so we really understand a little bit more. So this new person that came in was able to give us a lot more information. So coming down the pike, they're going to have really great numbers coming out of 2023. It just started last month in January. So by the end of the year and at the same meeting next year, we're going to know a lot more than we ever have before about what's really happening in Lake Buena Vista. So I thought that was really, really cool. Um, they obviously started with a national explanation as to what's going on, which I honestly don't care about. And I say that because it's not it's not real to us in Orlando. We live in Narnia, and it's a whole different world. And what's happening in any other destination doesn't really relate to us. And we're very lucky to be able to say that because we're performing so highly above the national average and what a lot of other destinations are. I will say that we 
at the same meeting last year. Oh, good morning. Hello. Turn that on. Uh, I will say at the same meeting last year, Orlando was not performing as well as this year. And it was actually in the top five this year as far as occupancies, um, you know, RevPAR, ADR, all of those things. So a lot of great movements upwards, very positive messaging. Everyone left feeling warm and fuzzy. So it's always a good breakfast when you get to be fed, have coffee, and feel good when you leave. So, And it's nice having good news to share again For and sure. being able to go out and talk about that. ADR last week was $216. It's insane. It's ADR has really uh, been driving up. So, And they also showed a lot of statistics that were not only like ADR, but ADR real, which is showing what inflation impact is and then some. So, mm-hmm. of course, you're going to see higher rates because of inflation. But how much is it of inflation and how much is it because it's what our community is Man. doing? So very, very detailed reporting. I think what was interesting there, you mentioned that Orlando is like Narnia and we don't really care what's happening in the rest of the country because we're great. But I think what's cool there is, you know, we have clients all over. The, we do travel. Yeah. We have clients all over the country. So I think as a salesperson, my hat went into, I went into this mode of like, we should talk about this more. We should talk about Orlando, what we do, what we're going through, what we're experiencing because people are looking at us or so they're looking at us for guidance and advice or as experts because we kept going. You know, I talk about our shutdown of like three weeks. And that was it. And people are still working out of shutdowns. Yeah, they kept talking about COVID and the pandemic. And you just see everybody's just glazing like, over. What, what like, when, about? when was that? That was. Are like, we still doing the pandemic? Yeah, or is that thing still happening? But when you think about it, I mean, now, this, this was the time that three years ago that it started You're coming right. up. Yeah, you know, it's the end yeah. of February. This is, this is it. This is the time. So three years out of it, obviously, the last huge recession that we had in, um, you know, the 2008, nine, that whole time, that took five years, six years. So this is already, I mean, we're three years out and we're performing higher than we were in 2019. And next year, when we look at 2024, we're going to have real numbers to look back on for 2023 and not have to even mention the pandemic at all. We're going to have real numbers to look at, which is really exciting. You know, what's funny is at the membership committee meeting that I went to earlier this week, we talked about should they bring back, one of the topics was should we bring back the party at the point? That's not even a topic. Why is that even a question? Well, well I guess Hold on, because, who says no? Well, the, You're kicked off. The, not <laughs> off the, the no sayers, but I guess the resistance was because the it was, like, it was like the death of the industry. Yeah, Bring it, was, it back though. Okay, no, the death everyone of the industry, sad about it. No, like, it happened before we got there. It was just, just we all drank because of it. That's there. where we got to drink and enjoy it. Yeah. Yes. Or not enjoy it. <laughs> drink for the last time yeah. or something like that. But well, was, the next day, we had to return a lot of money to people. So <laughs> we drank a lot that night. All the money back. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's going to come back. They kind of hinted at they want to, but it's where yeah. is the issue. And, and well, and date. at this point, as Kristen mentioned prior, we used to have 900 members. Now we have 1,300 members. So what kind of place can host if everyone wanted to come, which we, it's an inclusive event. We want everyone to be I there. I know the answer. I, well, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> what? what do you have? <laughs> Universal. Epic universe. So we had to wait until 2025 to get together. No, we need that. No, before. we're going to get the pre in 2024 before oh. open to the real people. Like I love Selena's us. hookups. Like how they did the airport thing before the airport. Right? Yes. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'm dating myself, but I'm really excited about Super Mario. Yes. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah. The You're only the news table. We were talking about like what news do we have for the week. All I have is that Nintendo World opened somewhere in the world. Not here. But that's my only that's news. That's really you exciting. You know I'm going to Nintendo World and Universal in California. In what? Weeks. Yes. In and a couple we weeks. extra to get the first hour preview. Stop. So I, we'll love I love it. I love it. It was awesome, wasn't it? 
Well, no, it, it hasn't happened yet. I'm, I'm going, so it's in like two weeks. Oh, work. counting down, man. Yeah. And two weeks. Is that spring break? Is that spring your... Spring break. Okay. Like we're doing Southern California for spring break. Okay. So that'll be one of the things we do. All right. So events. Were there any other events that we missed last week? Or? We did Not go to the Hospitality Monday. Hall of Fame. Hospitality Hall of Fame. Congratulations to Dominique. Greco. Dominique yes. Greco. Distinguished alumni. Yes. The inaugural one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's a pain point for it. you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. And then three other people were nominated or put into the Hall of Fame. And then yes. one of the uh, young alumni was awarded as well. And the court furniture was fantastic as well. So anything else you want to talk about with that event? Pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. It was huh? a great event. Um, planned by, for the first time, an alumna who graduated 10 years ago. Yes. Amanda save Williamson. A date. Yep. Yeah. So it's save a date. And the DJ was good. Our good DJ Stasia from yeah. RDJ Rocks. RDJ Rocks, yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, events coming up. What do we have coming up, Selena, this week? Tomorrow, we have Nace Orlando at the Hamden Social with Gabby Marino. Looking forward to that. Yay. You both going to go out for that? We had about 50 registrations pre, like, pre-reg. I saw the menu and I'm like, damn, I want to go. But you sure? What are you doing that day? Baseball. Oh, that's right. And Baseball then you're coming game. back for the ice bar. Yes. So that night Kissimmee experience Kissimmee is going to be at the ice bar announcing... A marketing reveal. Yeah. What do you think they have in store? You never know with those guys. You know, it's going to be a, a sweet slogan and their mascots are going to be involved. Are they really? I mean, I would assume so. We, we have a photo with the mascots, the uh, alligator the and the sloth. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure that they're going to have plenty for us to, to learn about. All right. CFWA is going to be at Celebration Gardens for a networking event. Glittering hours at Taverna Opa. Yep. Talking about new products and services. And that's on Wednesday, March 8th at noon. Gonna try and make that one. Okay, I drive chamber. They announced their location is going to be Magianos. Yeah, they're going to do an update on Point Orlando and what's been going on in that area. That's going to be on the 9th at eleven thirty. So bummed to miss this next one. Visit Orlando. We all like Visit Orlando, right? Yeah, you're not going. I can't. I'm going on spring break. Oh, that's right. Well, I'll hold it down for you because yeah. we're going to the view at the, the reserve, and that's where we have our really big LED wall up there. Oh, that's right. So that'll be a good time. Oh, I'm so I should cancel the vacation. You know, I just can't. The kids will understand. Yeah, yeah. there's an I LED got, wall. I gotta go to, to a power lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Super, Super Mario Land isn't gonna happen. It's not happening. All right, HSMAI. They're gonna be at the Wyndham Lake Buena Vista for an educational luncheon, and GMF is going to be at the Orlando Improv. For a so, funny event. A so lot going on this month. I mean, I love seeing all the different events Ooh. and getting out to all of them. It's been it's been a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, March. It's March. Yeah. Pretty much this February week. was full of events. I feel like I was doing two to four events per week. It's such a short month, so you have mm-hmm. to yeah, you have to make the most of it. I mean, I've got to get it all in before the end of May. I just got to no. network my little butt off so people don't forget about me over the summer. All right. So we have no. to think. Oh, and ahead, then you can be like Melina and you can bring your baby to the event. Yeah. yeah. He's going to be the newest little networker. Hello. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait till you do that. That's going to be fun. Yeah. He can have his own drink tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I would give him out. I paid for two. I get the free one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time for the nine to five. All right. Starting off. Hilton Orlando is looking for a part-time dinner service host or hostess, but you can also choose to work at Live Nation Entertainment for Disney um, House of Blues at Disney Springs. They're also looking for a server. And both of these venues and properties, besides servers and hostesses, they're also looking for sous chefs and all, all bartenders, everything. So if you want to work, there you go, there's jobs. Uh, Girl Scouts of the USA is looking for a director of corporate events. American Express Global Business Travel is hiring a meeting and events planner for Pharma Congress Planning. The Walt Disney Company is hiring a destination manager. But get this, this is for 
private jet operations, adventures, and expeditions. I saw that and I was like, so private I think that's jets. Disney. Oh, Disney. Okay, it, private jet operations. So I'm, I think they're doing that airport that we've been hinting at. I think, I don't you know. You think it's going to happen? I think it's happening because, I mean, hey. Um, Threat Locker is hiring a senior events manager. Hopper is looking for a director of sales for corporate travel, which is a remote position. Disney again, uh, they're looking for a public relations intern on strategy and creative for the fall and summer of 20, for the summer and fall of 2023. Um, KPMG is hiring an associate director of program management. Hyatt Regency is looking for an event sales manager. GMR Marketing is hiring an account exec for trade shows. And then last but not least, Visit Orlando is looking for a director of public relations. Well, yeah. do you get to work with you? Well, <laughs> I will work closely with them. Oh, nice. You said, whoa. <laughs> um, it was posted yesterday. I was I, about to say, of, I didn't know if it was going to post or not. So I was, was going to pull it up. posted yesterday and already have almost 100 applicants as of, according to LinkedIn. How do you know that? It according to LinkedIn, LinkedIn oh, research. Okay. Like, okay. I don't know about yeah. real life, but wow. through LinkedIn, happen? that's how many people applied. Wow. Okay. All right. Time to get in the news and promo section. So congratulations to our good friend Tara Drews. Became a fundamental of business travel management certificate from GBTA. Congratulations. It's pretty impressive. And now it's time for Sports Ball with Selena. What do you got, Selena? Okay. So I have news that Exploria Stadium just announced recently, but they have this new campaign called Orlando Made where they're showcasing um, different restaurants from Orlando at the stadium so you can get it's like these the things. concessions here yep okay. at exploria so they have four rivers harold's teak the coop and black rooster Takuria. all right and of those which one are you the most excited about what was it harold's yeah so harold's that's the one i didn't know but it's harold's hot dogs and cold cones we've talked Never about this before we, oh, we've, we've talked for, about it and then for four rivers it's really the coop by four rivers okay but they also have four rivers smokehouse so yeah they have both and yeah, what am I most excited for? I don't know. I'll be there this weekend for my first game of the season. Wait, what? You're the- going to a soccer game? I am. I will be there. I have half season tickets. So I get to go to half the home games. Just you? With Ryan. Oh, with Ryan. But I, I mean, he has and I'm going. Does half season mean the first half or second half or are they mixed in? I think it's mixed because Good. I'm going all like through the season. Good. They're all on Saturdays except for one is on a Wednesday. Are they in the middle of the day? 7.30 p.m. Oh, night. that's not bad. Almost my bedtime. That's night-night time, yeah. <laughs> right, at night, guys. So I'll be eating all of this food. I bought clothes, a bunch of them, um, from the MLS store because I didn't know where to go. So that's where I went. All you really need is one of those scarves. I don't know. I don't have a scarf. You can borrow one. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, what am I most excited for? Well, I'll try Harold since I haven't had that before. And I'm a big fan of Teak. Teak is right around the corner for me. Like, I... I walk down there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so a neighborhood I, girl. Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> but I'm shh. So, Teak, I have a lot. I guess Black Rooster, I don't go to as often. It was so funny. <laughs> I know. She's on it today, and I'm slow with that. <laughs> what did I say earlier, and you got it like 10 seconds later? <laughs> it, yeah. There's some. There's oh, been man. a lot lately. Uh, Puns. Okay. You're becoming a dad dad joke oh good i think as you have a child you you get more and more corny great (laughs) oh but there's more sports okay cool so besides soccer what else do we have uh orlando city season opener already happened going to yeah Mm -hmm. well it would have already happened too oh monday it would have already happened that's the first game this this saturday we're we're on friday when you're going to because they've already played not home oh i don't know uh huh. Because they lost two to one. Oh. Well, you're night. you're more into it. She's than we obviously are. a sports 
fanatic. Hello, knows everything. Like, I know what's happening, right? Yeah. Um, and then we haven't talked about them, but the Orlando Guardians, which I think is our XFL team, right? X- I, I believe so. I think those are the people that go right? to Disney. The Orlando Guardians. Guardians? Yeah, you show up the like in the white thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like you show up with Groot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I was I'm thinking Groot. Um, cool. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, we already have the NFL. Why are you now making an XFL? Is Did it you for, hear about like, the new X? PGA? So no. they're doing another league that's for, like, another golf league as well. So there's going to be Uh-oh. everything out what there. What are they calling themselves? XGA? I don't, Guys. Know, I don't know what it's called. Well, what if they do? I, I'm already confused between, like, PGA of America and then PGA Tour, and then some of them break out and do their own names, and I'm trying to keep track so much of all. Cause my are you entire, sitting at home, like, trying to keep score? It like, really is, because <laughs> all my business is sports. I think this yeah. is so. the way for everyone to get a participation trophy, is to just keep yes. having more and more different associations, because if you didn't make it to the real one, then you can have this one. But the, the football thing makes sense, because football is only, like, for four months out of the year, so there and are this another will be, eight months. Is this going to be a different it's, format it's or the full year or how is it going It's work? four months now from like what, March to June oh. time frame? Because you can't, you can't play football for more than maybe three or four months. Because you get hurt. Wow. It's so physical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like baseball, you can play like every day. Yeah, because nobody touches you. Yeah, you hardly get yeah, you know, you play pansies. Right? But talk about golf and sports. Oh, Arnold picks. Palmer Invitational is next week. Yes, so. it is. That one I do know. Are you going Big to Big attraction. I will be going to that one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Are you going to be in the governor's club? <laughs> <laughs> no, not this time. Ah, Didn't get man. my invitation. It must have got lost in the, the mail. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for sports ball. Let's get into... Rustique, they're opening an Okoe location. Yeah, it's so like right if, if you all remember, there was the Rustique location that was on the corner of McGuire and Old Winter Garden that closed probably this time last year. It's now Bella Tuscany's second location. So Rustique actually opened just a few blocks down uh, in a larger facility. So it was a huge demand in that area before. I can't wait for it to open. It's opening on Wednesday, March 1st. Will you be there? It's a soft opening, so if I can get in, I probably will. We don't really have anything going on that night, so might as well try. I think you should. So over the edge, apparently, they raised all the money they needed. They're to. going over the edge. They haven't They're raised so everything quite yet, yes. but these girls have really uh, put their heart out there and gotten a lot of these contributions. I mean, they were both under five hundred dollars. We need to raise a thousand dollars for mm-hmm. them to go over the edge for Give Kids the World each. Each, yeah, thousand dollars each. $1, each. Mm-hmm. Where are they at now, Joe? So, um, Gabby is at six hundred and twenty-five dollars, and Amanda Feliciano is at seven hundred and seventy-five dollars. So, seven seventy-five. Yeah, she's practically there. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to continue to post those links so that if you're interested, you can help to support uh, both of those volunteers who are going to be going over the edge in April. And it supports Give Kids the World. Yeah. Did you see love. that Omar posted Taylor Swift tickets to raise money? Yeah. How, did they? What was it, like a silent auction type thing? It was, it was kind of the same. He just put it on his Facebook. So he didn't really put it on like the Give Kids the World Facebook or anything like that. It was just something on the side that he wanted to do. His goal was to raise $2,000. Here is like $4,000. Um, two tickets? Yeah, for like a pair of tickets. And it was like $5 for a drawing or $20 for five or like whatever it was. And yeah, people were just like going insane. Jeez. <laughs> but could you imagine like everybody that's paying thousands of dollars for Taylor Swift? You're like, oh, I won mine for $5. <laughs> Until somebody's going to win it. I told him it was a great idea for a fundraiser. He raised $4,000 in like less than four days. That's genius. Yeah. All right. So one more news story before we have Kristen Westover. So warm up your vocals. So Taste of Central Florida is returning after what? A couple year hiatus for the pandemic? Yeah. 
okay. has been. I have to think about that. Um, so yeah, Taste Central Florida will be at the World Center Marriott on August 18th from 7 to 11. Tickets are on sale and proceeds go to the Coalition for the Homeless of Central Florida and Second Harvest Food Bank of Central Florida. So what happens? Is it kind of like a food and wine type thing where you go exactly. from station to station? You, you got pay it. Hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks, or something yep. like that, and it goes to charity. And then there's a bunch of like fun interaction events while you're there. So bring Is there a band? cash. Yes. Um, there's everything we can think of to find ways for people to donate even more money. Will you get to go dancing? You with I, your yeah, real ID? I can because this year, the real right. question is: Are you going to go dancing? I might with my real ID because now I have a. It's actually called real ID. That's so funny <laughs> with the star on Look it. At these puns. Um, <laughs> yes, this year, I mean, top secret, but we're working on super exclusive things like potentially a speakeasy would be part of the event. Do you know the World Center has a speakeasy in it? You know what? I did just find out because Brittany Boucher works there and went on tour and then we found out like if we've known about this forever, why did we not know about this? Forever? But it's really small, so I don't think it's like right. open. I think it you is. can just do Correct. it as like a it's like a group two thing. people or like how many it's people? Fifty <laughs> maybe. Oh, forty. Okay. Yeah. Forty to fifty. Sounds maybe. like an maybe. MPI event. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Nace maybe. Probably Nace. A VIP. Oh, yeah, a Nace event probably. Yeah. A small so. event. But yeah. Um, it'll be a fun time. And there's all kinds of things like cork tunes and wine toss and anything you can think of for fundraising. Gotcha. All right. So we have Kristen Westover. Let me get back to this title because it's pretty long and pretty awesome. <laughs> Director of Community Relations and External Affairs for Visit Orlando. During the pre-show, we talked about what you did and I was just impressed. So can you just kind of give us a recap of what you do for Visit Orlando? Sure, absolutely. Well, I have been fortunate to work at Visit Orlando for almost 11 years. It'll be 11 years in April that I've been with the organization and couldn't be prouder. I mean, where you else like started can I? It. You started it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a founder. It, it yeah, a, we won't talk a... about when it got founded, which is the same year I was born. So, okay. yeah, you but it know, wasn't even of. called Visit Orlando back then. At some point it changed. It, it wasn't. Yeah, we did a rebranding. It, it was the Orlando Orange County Convention and Visitors Bureau. Doesn't so a very big mouthful. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yes, we rebranded to Visit Orlando. Oh, now I'm going to probably around 2010, mm-hmm. around so that time you. frame. Okay. Just before I joined there, they rebranded to Visit Orlando. Kind of all of the destination marketing organizations throughout the U.S. started switching and making it much easier. So you've got your, you know, Visit Florida, Visit Orlando, Experience, Experience Kissimmee, Kissimmee. Discover Palm Beaches. Yeah. yeah. So, you got to have some kind of cool name and then your destination. That's the recipe for success. Absolutely. So go on, yeah. So I was hired on and I've always done community relations for the organization. So that encompasses anything with just making sure Visit Orlando is seen as um, a partner in our community, whether it's a business organization, someone in the industry, um, our education partners to even our nonprofits or arts and cultural community, making sure that we have those relationships and we're a resource and we work together to promote our destination. And then now also just getting into some of the advocacy and we really want to be an advocate on behalf of the entire tourism industry um, and really fight for things that really help promote our destination and create a great place, not only for our you know, people to come and visit, whether it's business or leisure, but also for our residents. It's really important. We are very lucky and Joke pretty touched on it was we have such great quality of life because of our tourism and hospitality industry. And we are really lucky and fortunate to have that. Can you talk a little bit about what you do uh, to foster the community relationship? 
We definitely like to get out and speak to different groups in the community. So if anyone's ever interested in having someone from Visit Orlando come out and speak, we have lots of different departments. We were talking earlier about our uh, Visit Orlando does a lot of research, and we have our research team that often go out and speak to different groups about how our forecasting's looking, what is our occupancy looking like. We have all of that information and happy to speak to groups. Uh, we have our membership department if you're interested in becoming a member or learning more about what we can do in all of our networking events. Uh, we have our meetings and conventions team that's out there selling and booking the convention center that can go out and speak. So definitely just being out and being visible and having representation in the community and among different industry groups and business groups is really important. And then again, I touched on our education partners is really creating that pipeline for our industry of talented young workers. So working with Orange County Public Schools and then also working with Rosen College, Valencia College to help really inspire careers and, and encourage people to come and work for our industry and know that you can think kind of outside the box. It's not just being the concierge at a front desk, or you can start there and you can work your way up to be the general manager of a hotel, or you can even want to be a lawyer and go be a lawyer for Marriott. So really opening everyone's eyes and creating that pipeline of our future workers. All right. So we had a big change uh, with Visit Orlando right in the middle of the pandemic when Cassandra came in. And I just I feel like everyone like loves her and she's doing a fantastic job. Can you talk a little bit about how it's changed and what what's kind of new with Visit Orlando? Absolutely. Uh, yes. Cassandra Monte is our new president and CEO. She came in February of 2021. So we were welcome to have her and bring her over, recruit her from Texas. She came from Visit San Antonio, and she has just done a tremendous job. Really, we were talking about it earlier. It's partnerships, collaboration is just really the key to our success, and we have to work together to help shape the future of our destination and the future of our industry. So she's done a great job, and it started internally, too. We developed at Visit Orlando some core values that we live and breathe and stand by internally with our staff, and really, I think that just just creating that culture internally really makes us represent the destination even so much better in helping share our story. On top of that, in the past year, um, we launched a new global brand campaign. It was something that we had started before the pandemic and everything kind of took a pause. Um, but we recently, last year, it was in May of last year, actually, we launched our new Unbelievably Real campaign. And that was in partnership with the Orlando Economic Partnership. And it's the first time ever Visit Orlando and the Orlando Economic Partnership have come together to share a joint brand campaign for the entire destination. So they utilize it as they're trying to recruit corporations and headquarters to come and reside here in Orlando. And then we're using it to talk to our meeting planners, trying to recruit that business travel and our leisure. So it's a multifaceted campaign with lots of different fun, catchy taglines. Joe said something <laughs> earlier and I was like, oh, it's like she read, oh, it was the dad jokes where oh, yeah. <laughs> in our in our anthem, our, our 30 second commercial, it actually talks about how here in Orlando, dad jokes are actually funny. <laughs> so... <laughs> It, it definitely is great. We've got some great catchy taglines for that. Um, and it, it's really, it's really taken off. Um, and lots more to come on that because the new phase of our campaign, which will kick off during National Travel and Tourism Week, which is the first full week of May, we've got lots of exciting things planned that week. And we're going to, um, do some more phases of our campaign and really start to talk about the unbelievably real jobs that we have in our industry. Have you seen, uh, so this campaign's been going for about a year. About a year, almost a year. Now. It'll be a year in May. Have you seen any like tangible results of, of what it's changed or? 
Yeah, I think it's that perception of having that unified one voice um, that everyone can really rally behind, whether it's our business community, people not in the industry, industry people, our elected leaders have really been able to rally behind it. And so you hear that common thread of unbelievably real, which again, it's two words that you don't normally hear together. You don't think of unbelievably and real and the same thing, but it really brings together the diversity of the Orlando destination. It, it encompasses everything. It's you're fantastical, you're magical, but it's also real in the fact that you can sit here in Orlando and see a rocket launch from the Space Center. Like where else in the world can you have that? All of that come together and it's so unbelievably real. It's authentic experiences, but if you can imagine it, it's here. You should make me want to go to Orlando and I already live here. <laughs> you should see our commercial. It, it definitely. No, I think I've seen it a few times and I'll keep watching it. It's so good. So uh, you, sometimes you get a little bit of a flack, I guess, or you know, negative perception of why do you need to promote a destination like Orlando, which has the most visitors already. So ha- speak to that. Like, What would you say to someone that's like, why? Why do we need to fund this and why do we need to keep going with this Orlando? Absolutely. We kind of touched on it a little earlier when we were talking about the pandemic and when things were closed and the destination was closed and how things are really progressing and the industry is booming right now. Well, now more than ever, it's important to market the destination. Competition is fierce. Um, we had the advantage during um you know, when things were started, we were lucky to be in a destination that opened up very quickly following the pandemic where a lot of other states and destinations did not. So we experienced, um, you know, our visitation being stronger than any of our other competitors. In 2021, we had 59 million visitors, which is really great following the pandemic. But now more than ever, all the destinations are open back up. So they're competing harder, for that dollar, whether it's recruiting conventions to come and have their conventions there, or it's that leisure visitor. The competition is fierce. More borders are open. um, More destinations are open. So we have to really get our message out there and recruit. You know, I kind of think of it as like Coca-Cola. You know, it's still advertised Coca-Cola. We all know what it is. But, you know, with Orlando, there's always something changing or something different or, you know, the theme park adds something or the rockets are launching. We are very lucky. There's like always something new and exciting. And that's to what talk you guys about. promote. You you promote those things and show people what's new and what's different and, and remind them of what's been here as well. The whole and time. we touched on the neighborhood districts. Like it's visit Orlando. Our role is to, yes, of course, people are coming for our theme parks and that's, we want them, them to here, continue. It brings yeah. them here. But our job at visit Orlando is to also show the entire story of our destination and get them to experience the different restaurants, the the culinary scene that's really booming here. We have, you know, Michelin star restaurants now. We never had that before. And that's very exciting. We have our neighborhood districts where you can experience what it's like to be a local um, and get those different, really unique, authentic experiences. So it's our job to really get them out, show them everything Orlando yeah. has to offer. What do you attribute? And I don't know if you're the right person to answer this, but I'm going to ask you anyway. What do you attribute to that change in Orlando where we're having much better culinary scene and neighborhoods that people want to go visit? Like what's changed in the last 10 to 15 years? I mean, you and I have both been here at least 20 years. So, yeah. So we know. I think it's We've a couple it. factors. Um, I definitely think COVID and the pandemic had a shift in what kind of experiences people were looking for. You saw the shift where everyone wanted to be outdoors. So we really marketed a lot of our outdoor adventures. Um, so when it comes to our culinary scene, that actually stems from years and years ago when we, you know, we were known as the chain restaurant destination. Right. Right. Yeah. And it really affected us on the meeting and convention side. And we heard from all of our meeting planners that 
we were seen as the chain restaurant destination and they didn't want to come here and hold their convention because that was what they were going to go to the Golden Corrals. Um, and Golden Corral is fabulous. Love their dessert buffet. They do have some good pot and roast. And right? Oh my goodness. Yeah. But we are more than that. That we have Golden Corral if that's what you're looking for and what you want, but we have something for everyone. And so it was really a campaign that kicked off originally from our meetings and convention and what we were hearing from our meeting planners as to what we needed to do to really grow as a meetings and convention destination. And so we started um, doing some campaigns around that, really highlighting all of our different restaurants. We all even segue into Visit Orlando's Magical Dining, which is a great dining program that's been around for 15 plus years. And it was to give our residents a chance to experience those high-end restaurants that we have here that they may not get out and go and visit. So it's a, it's a combination of a lot of things. And then, of course, last year we worked with Visit Florida and the other destinations to bring Michelin here. And I'm very happy to get some. Yeah, some that, that magical Michelin. dining thing, as good as it is, I always end up spending way more than $40 at these restaurants. So it's, it's, it works. You. It's effective. Yeah. Well, and speaking <laughs> on magical dining, and Selena and I talked about this a couple of weeks ago from something that Nashville was doing um, and highlighting their upper tiered restaurants. So now that we have these Michelin star restaurants and we have these James Beard uh, recognized chefs and things like that, has Visit Orlando thought about a tier of magical dining that caters to that higher end price point doesn't really matter, but the experience does piece of magical dining that could also give back to the community, but also hit that piece of people that are looking for a little bit extra experience. I would say stay tuned. Magical Dining is going to be coming up again in August, and we're, we haven't announced the program yet and what it's going to look like. And um, I, as community relations, I work with the nonprofit too. So stay tuned. Lots to come on this year's Magical Dining program, and it'll be an exciting one. It's going to so. be unbelievably real. I bet it, it is. It will be yeah. unbelievably real. <laughs> yes, this is exciting. All I right. love all the different campaigns that Visit Orlando has done throughout the years, and like living here for so long, you see all of them. Like Orlando makes me smile was one unbelievably real is one that's memorable and i recently saw when they were in new york they just for something they just did um winter doesn't exist yes like that was cute that yeah. was yeah that I was like this that. past month we did a big activation in Bryant park in new york and did a lot of fun exciting things up there with winter doesn't exist here i in love Orlando. that come on down <laughs> it's, it's so, so clever all right so let's let's learn a little bit about you yourself so you went to ucf charge on Charge on. We're all big fans of you. <laughs> what did you do and how did you get into this job? And like you, you went to college for communications, but there were a couple of years in between there. What did you do? Yeah, it's, you know, it's always fun how the pieces of the puzzle come together in your career and you may think you know where you're going, but you've got to be flexible and adapt and kind of just go where life takes you. So I went to UCF, got a degree in advertising and public relations with a minor in hospitality management. Um, Rosen had just really started taking off when I was in school there. Um, and so I was happy to um, be able to have the chance to get that as my minor. It wasn't my grand plan and scheme in life, but things just come together. I immediately out of college went and worked for an advertising and public relations agency. And I worked on a client and I was in-house at the client. So that was kind of a unique concept too, that I worked for a PR agency, but I only had one client and really dedicated my time to that. So I got like a more in-house experience with doing anything from marketing and public relations. I, I would help put ads in their campaigns. I would write their communications. I did their website. So it really encompassed a lot and 
had me gain a lot of experience early on, which I'm grateful for. Then I went and actually worked for Enterprise Florida, the state's economic development agency. So I went more that route of working in the economic development world, which is really good now that we're working so closely with the Orlando Economic Partnership. I A lot of my colleagues that I worked with at Enterprise Florida work at OEP now, and so it's nice to see them and um, work again. It's a very small community here in Orlando. I then bounced over to another agency and worked for another agency and public relations for them. But that's where I got a lot of my travel experience. They um, they had some travel clients and I got to represent some very fabulous destinations, um, including a private island in the British Virgin Islands. So I got to do PR for them. And let me tell you, it was not a bad gig. <laughs> it was not. I, I got to, you know, go do barbecues and 4th of July down in the BVI. And I, I enjoyed it. It was very, but it got me that, you know, more of a taste of the hospitality and travel and tourism industry and really lit that fire. And then the opportunity came up at Visit Orlando. And I, like I said, I've been there 11 years and wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, that's so exciting. Very outside of your job, which you're obviously doing a fantastic job and I just selling it to me. I'm just excited. <laughs> like, I, I live here and I'm like, you I want to go to Orlando. To yeah. <laughs> so outside of that, what, what are some of your hobbies? What are you into? non-work related? Yeah, I am the proud mom of a two-year-old boy. So he keeps me pretty darn busy outside of work. Work keeps me really busy. And then if I'm not at work running around, I'm chasing after a two-year-old. And I swear, they need to give you a manual because you think keeping a baby alive is hard. Try a two-year-old boy. Fasten your (laughs) seatbelt. He is a climber. He's constantly on the kitchen counter in two seconds or last night. Hilarious. He put his blanket over his head and was running around thinking he was a ghost and he thought it was hilarious. My husband did the same thing last night. It's so weird. Well, did he run into anything? Because oh, now no. we had to send Carter to school today with a big giant line on oh. his forehead because he ran into a wall while pretending to be a ghost. So try explaining wow. those bruises and okay. bumps. So, it's every day. So any advice for the new mom? Hang in there. <laughs> it is the it is the most wonderful experience um, you can have, and he is the light of my life. So, all right. Well, any any final questions, ladies? Uh, we are a networking podcast. So, other than visit Orlando events, are there any other organizations that you might pop up at an event that people might see you? Yeah, actually, uh, Orlando Economic Partnership is having their giant annual, um, it used to be barbecue on the boulevard, but now it's um, barbecue on the green. It's at Luminary Green, and that's actually the 7th of March. So coming up here quick. So any of those community events, I highly encourage people to get out and go to um, because, again, it is a small community and networking is key. And you would be surprised who you can meet at all the different events and how you might um, interact with them later on in your career or in your personal life. So always great to get out and network. So that's a great one. And I'll shamelessly plug the Visit Orlando events. We have a lot of great member events, but then our big events, um, I teased it a little bit with National Travel and Tourism Week, but stay tuned. Lots of exciting events, including our annual Celebrating Travel and Tourism Luncheon. And that's a really great one to go to. And we will be announcing our visitation number for 2022. So oh, we stay tuned. We talk about it? that a lot. I do not know it yet. Okay, it so, actually oh. takes a while to get all of the research So we can in. guess and you can put in a guess if okay. you want to. <laughs> okay. right, you're, you go first, Joe. All right. Do you want to recap what it was for the last like year or two? She said it was 58 59. or 59. 59. So it was 59 21. last year. Pre-pandemic, we were at seven over 76 million. 
And our goal, I will say Visit Orlando's goal, is that we hit 80 million visitors by the end of 2024. That is our aspirational goal. So in 22, my guess is 67. In 22, my guess is 70. In 22, my guess is 73 million. All right. I'm surprised you didn't. The price is right with the like 70.1. <laughs> one, one million. <laughs> well, stay tuned. Now you got to come okay. to our luncheon in we'll May and, and hear that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're fantastic. I've learned so much. I'm so excited. You can't wait to go to Orlando. <laughs> I'm going today. <laughs> I'll be there. Yes. All right. Well, that's it for us for today. I don't know if we know our next guest. That's a surprise for us and a surprise for you. But we'll be back in a couple weeks. Have a great week. Come on. You are listening to Swag and Repeat. Repeat. The voice for Orlando's meeting and event industry.